Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Okay, can we talk about a heavy subject? Remember the widespread sexual abuse scandal involving a trusted gymnastics doctor? We need to stay alert so this never happens again. I want to put my kids in sports, but this still really hits close to home. That's why I'm here to tell you about the U.S. Center for Safe Sport. They're an independent nonprofit that's working to change sport culture. So this message is for everyone. Go to uscenterforsafesport.org. Get safe sport trained. End abuse. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Calm Down with Aaron and Carissa is a production of iHeartRadio. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Calm Down Podcast. I'm Carissa Thompson. She's Aaron Andrews. And before we started rolling, I already got my ears are hurting. For those of you that were not with us on the last episode or saw our socials, Aaron had her ears pinned back. What's wrong with you now? Well, it is a little chilly here in Los Angeles. I know you're in Tampa Bay right now. It's chilly and I feel like I don't have the heat on in here. And they are sensitive below 70 degrees. That's something we didn't clear up. Plus, these earphones are hurting them. So, yeah, I'm a head case right now. Oh, my God. How do you ever work games where you have to wear, like, the earmuffs and, like, the Green Bay games where we see you all bundled up? What do the ears do in those climates? Just fall off? No, no, no. You always have to wear a toque situation. And I'm wearing an IFB, which isn't so dramatic like these headphones. But, yes, once it gets past below 70, I'm in trouble. Like, we were walking the dog yesterday, and it was really chilly, and I forgot a toque as they like to say in O Canada. And uh, I was complaining the whole time that my ears hurt because it oh was my below God. 70 degrees. Yeah, so again, for those of you guys that didn't listen to our last episode, Erin um, had her ears pulled back in, what were you, in high school? I was going into ninth grade. It was a when, really big deal. Yeah, Changing yeah. of schools. Yeah, changing of schools, ears pinned back. Fun fact I didn't know about her. One of the many reasons we love this podcast is because sure. we get to learn things about one another that we didn't know after a friendship of over 10 plus years. Um mm-hmm. Calm down. A lot has happened. I haven't seen you in over a week. Normally, we check in and see each other in person at least once a week. I am in Florida, as you mentioned, Tampa Bay. Yes. T- I'm down here visiting another mutual friend of ours, mm-hmm. Sarah Walsh. But Tampa is a buzzing, sister. Your hometown <gasps> is so excited right now. Oh, my God. D- who didn't they sign back? We got Levante David's back. Shaquille Barrett. Oh, yeah. Well, Gronk. Everyone is back. T- Tom. Tom, Tampa, uh, Godwin, Levante, David, hello. I mean... Uh, Back with Devin White, yes, please. Sign us up. Yeah, there's rumors. My dad just sent me a a rumor uh, that the Patriots may think about sending James White 
to Tampa Bay. This is crazy. News yesterday, Drew Brees finally um, retiring. Mm -hmm. Not finally, but there was obviously rumors since our game, the NFC. uh, Was it the divisional game? Did you see the announcement from his kiddos? It was really cute, cute, right? Mm -hmm. And of course, there was that very, very touching moment. The last, you know, you guys, you worked that game on the field where Tom Brady came back out of the locker room and was on that on the field with Drew Brees and, and his kids, a really touching moment. Threw his kid a monster pass, like on the money, by the way. Did you see that? One of his yeah. kids jumped up and <laughs> grabbed it. The other one was getting tackled by his sister. It was awesome. So good. We have a great podcast coming up today. Stephen Galanis, he is the co-founder and CEO of Cameo. Aaron has been trying to get me on Cameo for, what, over a year? Two years now? Year and trying a half. To get me I on love Cameo. I'm obsessed with it. And I was like, Aaron... No one cares about whatever video I send. She really is going to try to recruit me. She hasn't been able to close the deal, but maybe Stephen can convince me um, with Aaron's help because apparently you get a finder's fee. There's like a whole thing here built in. We will get into all of that and a whole lot more later on in the podcast. But um, we mentioned Drew Brees. Do you have a a memorable Drew Brees story? Because I'm sure that the listeners would want to know as you've spent a lot of time uh, down there in New Orleans. Yeah, Drew's awesome. I mean, I the one that I did a ton of Saints games, obviously, with him playing again. My ears hurt. I'm fixing my <laughs> headphones. Um, yeah, you know, you remember the ones, the playoff games that I was going to try to get Drew live right before the Minnesota Miracle. Like, and obviously that didn't work out. But um, I, I have a funny Drew Brees story where Drew is so serious. And there's some guys that you can talk to in the pregame warmups, like the pre-pregame warmups before they put the unis on. The pre-pre is like when they've got their own stuff on, the flashy cleats, they're FaceTiming their people. You know, you, that's where like I find, and I don't know about you, you can get the great stuff. Oh, yeah. And this is like two, two and a half hours every time yeah. before, like around that out, mm-hmm. right? Like the couple hours before kickoff. Yeah. Yep. And that's where we go out on the field. People love this kind of stuff that we go out on the field. We can talk to them and you can grab so many people at one time and just kind of get the vibe. Hey, if something happened the night before, talk to the kickers. But anyways, when I first started in the NFL, I didn't know that Drew doesn't really talk during those times. That is, he is a guy that is so dialed in. There's some players you can talk to. There's some that prefer not to, and they'll let you know, and he's one of them. And I went up to him, and I was like, I think they were getting ready to face, like, the Rams and the defense. And I was like, hey, what do you think about that? And I just got the, "Uh uh-huh. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, And you feel bad because you're like, he's in the middle of a whole, like, choreograph section where he's doing his arms, his, you know, warm-up and everything. And I had no idea. And I think Aikman saw me attempt it. And he goes, how'd that go? And I was like, oh, my God, I had no idea. But Drew's awesome. He always was so, you know, wonderful with his time, always is so accommodating. I remember the game right before we did uh, the Rams game at home where he actually hurt his thumb. He called me that Saturday, you know, because we didn't have a chance to meet with him and give me some stuff. So, yeah, great, great guy, but very, very serious during the pre-pre-game warm-ups. I remember a sit-down interview you did with him. Yeah. You offered to bring brownies or something? (laughs) I did because I found out that he was gluten-free. He had changed his diet. Um, like a year or whatever before. And he was talking about, you know, again, to like all these guys like TB and whatnot, like changing your, their diet and trying yeah. to squeeze as many years out as they possibly can in the league and like how much weight he lost, which as somebody who fluctuates weight on the daily, I am like 10 pound swing, you know, uh, every other day. So it's dramatic, but kind of close. Um, and so I was like, okay, so tell me the benefits. Like, do we love being gluten-free? And then I think I tried being gluten-free for like three days and I got over it. But he was always so nice, to your point, yeah. he was always so nice, so classy. Even when, look, when the headlines uh, and the things that he said 
weren't always the greatest. He rose to the occasion. He stepped up and he said, you know what? I want to be better. I want to be more educated in this area. And whether it was on the field or off the field, you can't help but look back at at that career and, you know, hats off to a guy like him, which I found out I'm so excited for. I'm going to the Masters this year because I have a wonderful opportunity to go back. I know. I'm so excited. Don't tell Jared Stoll. I get to bring Scott Thompson again, my Aww. father, who, because the Masters, you know, reconfiguration with COVID and everything last year, my dad, we went three years ago to when Tiger yeah. won. Lionel Richie's performing this small, intimate concert with like 60 people. I like get on stage like a total lunatic and I'm like singing with him. Condoleezza Rice's mom was there, like John Hamm. It was like a whole good Amazing. group. Then my dad... So then I'm like, sorry, take my dad to the Masters, which is like any daughter's like, you know, dad, you're never getting a Christmas present. You're never getting a birthday present. Like, this is it, buddy. Then Tiger wins the Masters. And I'm like, I remember walking off Augusta National and I was like, well, that was pretty good, right, dad? And he's like, that was amazing. Then this wonderful guy, his name's Drew. He's the CEO of Mercedes. He was like, Scotty, you got to come back and golf next year. And I was like, shit, that means I have to come back. And I know most people will be like, oh, you have to go back to the Masters. Dude, I was there from Wednesday to Sunday. Like, it's that's enough golf for me, yeah. right? But I found out Drew Brees, Wayne Gretzky, and Joe Montana. I'm going to moderate a panel with those three beauties wow. at the Masters. Golly. So I'm looking forward to that. Hey, in that setting. Because you know how that goes. Those guys, once they have a few cocktails and yeah. hang out, they're, uh, they're always a good time. So I will let you know how that goes. That's awesome. I have to brag about you really quick because my husband loves this story. Go back to when you went to the Masters. You were in that prime spot. I'm so mm. ignorant when it comes to golf. My husband is dying when he sees you on television and you're in a lot of famous pictures. Tell the story about how you got it. Go. This is amazing. All right. So the Masters, you know, in the words of Jim Nance, a tradition unlike any other. And I'm telling no, you, this is the it most- like Jim. Uh, whisper it. It's a tradition like no other. A tradition like no other. I should learn to whisper. Am I yelling? Um, so the Masters, you have a ticket into the tournament, but you don't have like assigned seats, right? It's unlike, you know, any other event where you're like looking on your ticket and you're like row three, seat A, whatever. Yeah. You have to wake up at the crack of dawn and go get in line mm. right outside the gates of the Masters. And then they open up the gates at like 6 a.m. And who's ever standing there first, you don't run to where you want to put your seats down. You have to walk. And I'm like on a speed walk here at like 6 a.m. with my two little lawn chairs so my dad can have prime seating on Amen Corner. Cute. Now, Amen Corner is a turn very like famous at Augusta because it's where it either makes or breaks the tournament. Very like t- tough terrain. You have to hit it over the water, the whole thing. Well, this was actually the turn where guys just like Kepka like ate shit. Like there was like a bunch of guys that fell off the leaderboard and all of a sudden here comes Tiger. Boom. He's like in contention and he just nails it. He So then we turn and we go to 16. I think he birdies 16. He ends up winning the tournament, but he Are won. Are you already in your spot? We were sitting front row I at know. Amen Corner. And I like looked over at my dad and my dad's like, this is amazing. So again. Dad, why don't we just accept the walk-off Grand Slam we got from a couple years ago? But no, Scotty gets to golf at Augusta this year. So we're going back and it will be great. But yeah, any man that loves golf, my husband loves golf and he's like, hey, if your dad ever doesn't want to go, I'm like, he's never not going to want to go, Kyle. It's amazing. I went, and we could save that for another time, Um, the North, Andy North, Sue North, wonderful people. Mm -hmm. I was in Atlanta. I drove up, and I, again, I know nothing about golf. It embarrasses my husband, but it's fine. I drank more (laughs) azaleas than I think one should drink. (laughs) Azaleas? That's a plant. 
No, it's the drink that they have oh, at the Masters. That's not Look what that I was up. drinking. Yeah, oh, I was, and I had way too many, and it was fantastic. <laughs> and I was like, they were getting ready to start it, and I was like, hey, let's go watch the puck dropper kickoff. Like, let's go <laughs> see this thing. It was cool. I loved it. I had a good time. No cell phones allowed. No, the Masters is incredible. One thing about the Masters, real quick, and then we gotta uh, get going here. The bathroom lines. No other bathroom line. I don't know if, know if you remember this as someone who was also drinking copious amounts of alcohol, clearly more like Coors Lights or whatever they were. Um, I had to go to the bathroom all the time, but they run those bathroom lines so efficiently. They like hold up a thing and they're like three minutes. And so you oh. know how long you have to wait. I was so impressed the way they ran this tournament. Also, you're not allowed to have your cell phones in there. Yeah. So it's the only event where everyone's actually paying attention. It yeah. is a tradition unlike any other. I didn't have a bathroom line because with the Norse, I got to go to those private cabins. This mar, mar, mar. Here we go. How does it feel to be rich? I don't know. We'll talk to somebody who's also rich coming up because of his incredible company yeah. cameo. We've got Stephen Galanis. Don't say Galanis. It's Galanis nope. coming up next. Great show ahead for you. Calm Down Podcast. Subscribe. Join us on our Instagram handles. All the things. We will be back with more after the break. Grab an Azalea. I don't think that's the name. It is. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Who's planning a trip to Provincetown this year? Everybody should be. If you've been before or it's your first time, you deserve to enjoy life on the wild side. If you take pride in where you travel, then you're ready for a P-Town adventure. I love that Provincetown is so welcoming to everyone. It is the place where cultural diversity has a place. If you like glamour, ooh, dining, dancing, entertainment, hiking, biking, beaches, you will find it all in Provincetown. For many of us, the definition of paradise is summertime in Provincetown. It's all about freedom, sunshine, and a chance to be ourselves. You can bask in the sun and sand at beaches of Herring Cove and Race Point, tour the dunes, blaze the bike trails, and walk the beaches of the National Seashore. Don't forget, you can catch a wave on a whale watch. I love that. For more info, go to ptowntourism.com, the official guide to Provincetown. That's ptowntourism.com. 
What's up, everybody? We are back and we are pumped for our next guest, Stephen Galanis. It is not Galanis. It is Galanis, ladies and gentlemen. Don't let that second A fool you, but he gets an A plus in business. He's the CEO and co-founder of Cameo. For those of you that don't know what Cameo is, of course, it's the leading marketplace connecting fans directly with tens of thousands of pop culture personalities in the form of customized messages. Aaron Andrews is on Cameo. You can find her there and so many others. Stephen, we are pumped to have you. I know Aaron in particular. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to meet both of you guys. We're stoked, man. What, what a successful, you know, Erin can speak to it. She's been trying to, by the end of this interview, if you will let me, I will join Cameo, but she's been trying to convince me to get on this platform for a long time, righty? All the time. A Troy Aikman is the one. We were in a meeting room in Minnesota yep. getting ready for a Vikings Thursday night game. And he's like, hey, Aaron, you ever heard of a thing called Cameo? And I was like, what is this? Mike Pereira was right there. I mean, he was ready to throw a flag. And I got invested. And I've been trying to get this beauty on for a year and a half. And she doesn't listen, Stephen. She just doesn't care. You right, care, well, but you it, don't get it. If, if I can't convince her to come on by the end of this interview, then... I shouldn't be CEO anymore. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, let's back it up then. You know, big picture, I gave the intro uh, of what Cameo is according to your bio. But how would you describe Cameo? When people come up and you're like, hey, I'm the CEO and co-founder of Cameo, and someone says, what is Cameo? What's your definition? Well, number one, I think you nailed it. So I love everything that you said. Uh, Cameo is a marketplace where we help fans connect with tens of thousands of the most exciting people in sports and entertainment. In pop culture, we primarily do that through our first product, which is the Cameo personalized video message. When we had the idea four years ago, the idea was the selfie is the new autograph. And, you know, I, I know plenty of people that have run into you guys over the years because when they meet you, they put a picture on Instagram and that is better than the memorabilia that's on the back of the wall behind you there. And um, it really started with the idea that the selfie was the new autograph. And the problem we were trying to solve was how do you take a selfie with someone that you're never in a room with, that you never actually meet in real life? So the cameo was a way to basically remove distance is a variable in getting an autograph from someone or getting a selfie from someone. And it all started with a Seattle Seahawks player, right? Which, by the way, full disclosure, and we'll get into Russell Wilson either staying with Seattle or going to your team, Steven. <laughs> um, Carissa, like I said, she's from Seattle. So can you explain how that all happened? Yeah, that's actually a crazy story. And funny enough, today is the exact four-year anniversary of us oh, launching. Oh, um, congratulations. Actually, offline, I'll send you guys the tweet that Cassius... Maybe I'll, I'll retweet it and I'll tag both of you guys yeah, in it yeah. today. But I'll show you the tweet that Cassius Marsh sent to actually kick it off. And uh, the story behind Cameo, my grandmother passed away. My co-founder, Martin... Uh, flew in from Los Angeles for the day to Chicago for my grandmother's funeral. And we were catching up. We had done some movie production stuff together. And we'd always wanted to work with each other again. I was working at LinkedIn at the time. And Martin had decided to become an NFL agent. And his big idea was if he could find a big like defensive lineman that had a big personality, he could get him in movies. Because my uncle is a pretty big movie producer. He did... Uh, Rambo and Conan and Lone Survivor. And he's done a lot of big action movies. So he really felt like if I could sign Cassius Marsh, maybe I could turn him into the next rock, right? I could like kind of backdoor <laughs> yeah. into signing the top movie star on earth. And interestingly enough, Martin could not find any type of off the field income for Cassius Marsh in year one and year two of being his agent. 
And in fact, there was a story that went viral back in 2017. Cassius Marsh had had his car broken into at the Seattle Seahawks facility and like thousands of dollars of Magic the Gathering cards were stolen out of the back of his car. He put a tweet out and he said, hey, 12s, I don't care what you thought was in that bag. Like what was in there was more important to me than money or jewels or, oh. or anything else. Like just give me my my Pokemon cards back or my Magic oh. Gathering cards oh. back and like, I'll press charge it. <laughs> So this set off like a, a storm, you know, it was on PTI, it was on Barstool, like everybody's having like this crazy, you know, time with the fact that like a 265 pound jack defensive lineman is <laughs> freaking Pokemon. out about his, his Magic the Gathering cards gotten stolen. And Martin tried to get, uh, I think it's called Wizards of the Coast, who's a Seattle based company that makes Magic the Gathering to sponsor Cassius Marsh. And they wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't do it. They're just like, no. And it's funny because today, like cards are so hot. NFT, you think of like all the stuff, all the things that people were nerding out about four years ago yeah. that couldn't move. Like now, if now Cassius Marsh actually is open to card shop and like has a whole thing going. But at that time, Martin was so frustrated that he couldn't find any off the field income from this guy. And ESPN had a 30 for 30 that year called Broke that came out. And yeah. in the documentary, it said that 80% of NFL players go broke five years after playing their last game. This is a problem I passionately cared about. I was an athlete at Duke. I have a lot of friends that made the NBA or made the NFL, but like not all of them like had the, you know, 15, 20 year career. And a lot of them, you know, I, one story in particular, I have a, a, a really good friend who months after winning the national championship in 2010, texted me to ask if I could Western Union him $300 because mm. You know, the NBA was in lockout. He didn't get drafted. Like all this stuff was happening. And, and you know, a couple months earlier, he was selling out, you know, the uh, Indianapolis stadium at the national championship, cutting down the nets, right? Mm -hmm. So I was always really, this was something that was really personal to me because I had friends that had been through it. But this whole idea of being able to delight somebody uh, without like interrupting them personally. Like how many times have you guys been sitting in restaurants and you see your fans are staring at you and like, you know, they might work up the, the courage to come and talk to you. And like, you'll take the picture when you can, you'll sign the autograph when you can, but sometimes you're having a conversation and you just like, can't be bothered. And then everyone's going to be like, Oh yeah. Like Aaron, I walked up to her to, in a, in a restaurant and like, and she was she was so mean that she didn't like. Yeah. So mean. <laughs> she said, "Meanwhile, I've had four yeah. drinks, yeah. and I know exactly. it's wrong to talk to people. You know, right. it's, it's like, like give me a break here." Yeah, like I saw I saw him in the bar, and like they went so you know they're such bitches they wouldn't talk to me, right? Like, yeah. and, and we wanted to end that because mm -hmm. if you can sit in the comfort of your home, you know you can go and serve more, uh, you know, delight more of your fans, and and you know it's such a magical moment. Like Aaron, you've seen some of these reaction videos that people yeah. get like 30 seconds of your time could be the best moment of, you know, of that person's day or the best moment of their life. I remember one case that I'll never forget early on Cameo's history, Brett Favre had made a commercial for this girl who was the heiress of a major company in Wisconsin. Her father passed away and at her wedding, you know, she would go to every Packers game with mm -hmm. her, with her dad at her wedding. Brett was like, your dad's so proud of you. Like, I'm sorry mm. he's not here, but Tears. like, hopefully this is there. She's bawling at the, the greatest moment of the greatest day of her life was a Brett Favre cameo. Amazing. By the way, Brett Favre, big winner on cameo. He's Huge. like one of the top like guys, that, right? Isn't he right up there with Carol Baskin? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, Brett's, Brett's done fantastic. And I think part of it is that 
Um, he just loves doing them and he's kept his price at a pretty affordable rate. Like he's 400 bucks. He was number four. So he added a couple of zeros. You know, there's certainly people like he could charge way more. Mm-hmm, yeah. He really loves doing the videos and he has a lot of fun with them. That's awesome. You mentioned you guys are just your four year anniversary then today. I was going to start drinking before noon, but now forget it. We got something to celebrate. So congratulations. Are you surprised, Stephen? You know, obviously you set out and Aaron and I, Aaron has a very successful uh, women's clothing line. I'm uh, starting out in an interior design company. And a lot of the reason we wanted to start this podcast was to get into different areas of our life, which is that entrepreneurial side of us that we like to do. And for you, you know, your background and then starting this company, are you surprised even to yourself uh, and to Martin and Devin about how successful this has been in such a short amount of time? I mean, it's such an interesting question, right? Because like, look, as an entrepreneur, and you guys both know this from your other ventures, you don't start something if you don't think it's going to work, right? Like I absolutely thought it was going to work. I quit my job at LinkedIn three months before we sold the other one. I just had that conviction. And, And one question in particular For the last three months I was at LinkedIn, I was telling everybody around me about this idea. And probably half of those people work for Cameo at this point, which is pretty funny. But I'll never forget, it was New Year's Day 2017, and I was sitting in a hot tub in Nicaragua with a bunch of people that I was working with at LinkedIn. And one of them asked, they're like, Stephen, this idea is like too good. Like, if you don't take this shot, and you stay at LinkedIn and somebody else builds this and it becomes a billion dollar company, mm-hmm. could you live with yourself? And the truth was the answer to me was absolutely not. And I just had to go. Like mentally, I knew that this was my time. Nobody had asked me that question before, but I knew I had to take the shot. And and look, in some ways, um, you know, despite how fast Cameo has grown, like I look at it and to me, it's like, why aren't we going faster? Like why aren't more yes. people on? So like, like, I think that's just a natural thing as a CEO or an entrepreneur. You should never be satisfied with, because, you know, you can always do better. You can always go faster. There's 5 million people in the world, including you, that could be on Cameo that aren't right now, right? We have 40,000. So from my perspective, it's the top of the second inning here. Like, we've been off to a great start, but yeah. we're building a company that we think, you know, has the opportunity to be revolutionary in, in the way that, you know, talent and fans interact at scale. And it's also just such a fun company because like we make people happy, right? Like Mm -hmm. think about how much negativity there is and social. And I've seen it for both of you guys. You guys have been through bad shit that's happened online, like people Mm -hmm. doing stupid, stupid things, leaking things, all that stuff. Like this is all about positivity, right? It's like your biggest fans in the world getting to go directly through them. And, you know, there's a million people in both of your DMs that like have asked for this in the past, but because it's zero dollars, right? Like you can't answer all of them and there's no like good way to open the DM up. Like you open it up then they can talk to you. And then even <laughs> if you make that video for them, if you take them out of your DM, then they're like mad at you. It's like you might as well not have done it. So it's just been like a really good safe thing that works on both sides of the market. And that's why it's gone as well as it has, I think. My mind is blown. I'm like jumping up and down like we're like doing a Tom Brady interview here. So I, like Chris has said, we're both in the middle of, you know, with these startups. And I think like you said, you know, you're in the second inning or top of the second with me. And I've discussed this with Kevin Hart. My mind is always like this. And I'm trying to like write it all down. I'm trying to push my people for someone that has been successful in four years with this startup. What are some keys here for, you know, that we should be following or to deal with all these voices in our head? Help me out here. Well, number one, I think it's about making sure that the business you're working on is your ikigai. And ikigai is this Japanese philosophy I've learned about from other entrepreneurs. 
And if you were to make a Venn diagram, right? So imagine like a two circle Venn diagram, but imagine one with four circles. So there's one on top, one on the bottom, right and left. You need to find the intersection of what do you love to do? What does the world need? What can you get paid for? And, uh, and, and what, um, sorry, hold on. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe I'm screwing Iki guy up right now. Uh, what does the world need? You have so what? many brilliant thoughts. You can't keep them straight. <laughs> yeah, I see you're really fast. You really are. So it's, 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 it's <laughs> what are you great at? What does the world need? What do you love to do? And what can you get paid for? And it's the intersection of that. And for me, like, I love sports. I love entertainment. My nickname since kindergarten has been the mayor. I bring people together. Like, this is what I like to do. And I think you just need to make sure that your business is a real personification of who you are, what your values are, what you're about, because it's just too damn hard to run a company. And if the company's mission and your own mission are not like one and the same, or the values yeah. that you're you know, espousing as a leader are not the ones you live by every day. Like your employees are going to be like, that's bullshit. Like, mm-hmm. you know, don't say, you know, roll out the red carpet is a core value of Cameo. And Steven, if you're not doing that, if you're not that person that's always trying to make people happy and bring them together, like it just doesn't work. There's too much cognitive dissonance. So I, I just think it's all about making sure you're doing something that like really fills you up fully. I love it. I, I love all of that. And I'm looking at all your accolades here. I mean, Time Magazine's 50 most genius companies, Fast Company's 50 most innovative companies, Hollywood recognizes uh, you got you as the top innovator. I mean, there's all of these things that have come with this idea, this authentic idea, uh, and then you've put it into action. What's next for Cameo? And, and I only say that not because you're not happy with the current status quo, but because you are that innovator. What is next? What does Cameo look like to you in five years? Yeah, well, five years. Um... So I think I think a lot of people have also wondered like the even what is Cameo really at its core? Yeah. Right? Is it a social network? Is it a marketplace? I believe we're creating the first social marketplace. So it has aspects of like an Etsy or an eBay or a Uber or, or DoorDash, but it also has a lot of the social aspects as well of like an Instagram and TikTok. And I think at scale, we have the opportunity to build the world's first social marketplace that's not based on an ad revenue model. So, you know, like on Instagram or TikTok or Twitter, you guys are creating content every day. You're getting famous and you're getting distribution, but they take all the money, right? Like Mm -hmm. they sell ads against the eyeballs that your content's bringing. Because our (laughs) business model has always been talent centric. Like we don't have to figure out, okay, we've got this golden goose. How do we pay Aaron? How do we pay, like, how do we pay you? So that's big. And, And really, if I had to like, Zoom all the way out. I think we're building the marketplace for people's time. For X mm-hmm. amount of money, a fan should be able to pay you or Aaron. Uh, you should be able to pay to do Y activity with Z person that you love. And the core cameo is just the first of many different interactions that we're going to roll out. Give me an example. So yeah. like if somebody wants to go to a game with Aaron that she's not working, like give me an example. Yeah, I'll give you a great example. One, one of my best friends from Duke is Lance Thomas, played for the New York Knicks for a long time. And Lance is an avid fisherman, right? He's got, he played for New Orleans for the first couple of years and got set up. He, you know, he's, he's from New Jersey, like, you know, six foot eight, like big black guy from New Jersey. And he ended up coming down to New Orleans and befriended some fishermen. And now his <laughs> life is like his fishing boat in Venice, Louisiana. How cool would it be if you're a Knicks yeah. fan and that, you know, also went to Duke and like, this is your guy. You go fishing with Lance in like Louisiana, in, in Louisiana and go catch fish in the Gulf. Like, these are the types of interactions. It's a make a wish is what that yeah. is. Exactly. I mean, right. But like, 
or I even think of, um, you know, like a, one that we're releasing right now is called Cameo Calls, uh, which is a VIP meet and greet product. And I don't know mm. if the team's told you about it, but you'll be able to say like, hey, I've got an hour right now. I want to meet 40 of my fans for two minutes each. We're going to have a FaceTime like this. And then we're going to take a selfie together that you can put on Instagram. Oh, so that's cool. like one of the next things that we're, we're rolling out. Very cool. And of course, you have the philanthropic arm of this as well. Why is that so important for you? Cameo Cares raised over a million dollars. And how does that work, Stephen? So we've always enabled talent to do this for charity if they want to. And uh, actually, one of the the first big viral moments that we had as a company was during uh, Hurricane Harvey in Houston. And we got dozens of our talent like there were probably only 40 40 50 people on the platform at the time and i remember like trey wingo was one of them he had come on the platform and then espn like kicked him off for a bit and now he's back but the bottom (laughs) line like we got all this talent to to come and say hey we're gonna match cameo is gonna donate 100 percent of its earnings to hurricane harvey relief uh the talent were excited about it they did it and and you know it was cool like for a tiny little company i think we raised like 40 grand or something but you know, we had like four employees at the time. <laughs> and, and from that moment, we realized like, hey, charity is something that, you know, everybody can get behind. Yeah. Um, you know, people, some talent like might feel like, hey, I, I make so much money. Like, I don't want to charge my fans for something. But one of the big things is that that we know is that if Aaron was free, she would get booked so much that she wouldn't be able to do any of the videos. So the reality is price is a necessary friction, which enables fulfillment. And if if she decides to take that money and send it to a cause that she's passionate about, like, that's amazing. So yeah. you mentioned, Brett, Aaron, you get to set your own price, right? Like we do. And I have so much I need to ask you about it. But go ahead, CT. No, no, that's what I, I that was my but part. Like you just get to determine the price, which is great, right? You're not saying like, oh, if you're this tier, you charge this much because that kind of puts you in a weird position, Aaron, if you're like, I don't want to charge that much or I you know, want to charge more or whatever. Well, yeah, I'll like you, Brett. Oh, go ahead. Steven. I'll, t- I'll tell you a funny story about pricing. Um, because again, we're creating a completely new market. So what was the comp for a cameo? Was it like how much you charge for an autograph, a picture at a meet and greet? We had no yeah. idea. A funny story back in 2017, when we were getting going, a max salary player in the NBA came up and said, hey, I want to do cameo, but I make $25 million a year. And I recently got paid like 50 grand to show up at this kid's bar mitzvah. I think I need to be like 10 grand. I'm an options trader by background. So I walked him through the map. I said, you don't need 10 grand. You make $25 million (laughs) a year. Divide that by 2000 hours in a work year, 50, 40 hour weeks. Divide that by 60. And guess how much money you make per minute if you make $25 million per year? Do you have a guess? Not a clue in how you you had me at divide by two. I don't know. You make $208 per minute. (laughs) So carry the charge, one. If you charge a hundred dollars <laughs> or hundred fifty dollars per minute, you can do two cameos per minute. You can actually make more money per minute on cameo charging a hundred, a hundred fifty dollars than you could being a max salary player in the NBA. And I'm imagine that my mother, that mother in Detroit that wants to take her kid to come see you play at a Pistons game. It actually costs her more to buy tickets and parking and you know, sodas and, and, and everything, hot dogs to go see you play. Then you like wishing the kid happy birthday, which mm-hmm. you like way more anyways. Well, also, and t- brand is so important. It's got to help your brand when you you have access. If someone, you know, loves Aaron so much and she they want this video, it's like they don't have to have that impression of you from the bar. Like, oh, what a biatch. Like, it's like, oh, I love Aaron. She gave us this video. So I imagine it helps people's overall like appeal too. Absolutely. Um, we all have interacted with so many 
you know, you guys have interacted with the million talent. I've interacted with the million talent. You remember those people that like go above and beyond. And there's actually a pretty funny story that I have in my family. So uh, in 1988, the Lakers had just won the uh, game, the championship in game seven. Uh, the Lakers were all in Hawaii, like resting up after like a crazy finals. I was an infant. My grandparents were walking on the beach and they saw Magic Johnson and Magic Johnson. Uh, They're like, hey, will you take a, a picture with our grandkid? And, and he said no. And my grandmother dropped me on Magic Johnson's lap, right? (laughs) Took my grandfather was a professional photographer, took a picture. This is back in like the late 80s. So you had to go to like 24 hour photo. You know, my dad drove across the island, tried to get it signed. And Magic was like, you crazy people, like no way, right? So it's been like urban legend in our family that like Magic Johnson was like kind of a dick and wouldn't take a picture. But 25 years later, I ran into him again. I showed him that picture. He signed it. We had a huge laugh about it. But like, imagine if I had never had the opportunity to get in yeah. front of him again, like for the whole life, my family would have been like, yeah, Magic's great now. But he was like pretty mean in this, you know, in that situation, wouldn't take a picture with like a seven-year-old baby. I think one of the interesting, there's so many interesting stories about Cameo, but I read an article where you talked about, you know, the soup Nazi and Brian, I can't say his last name from the office are crushing it. And you're like, look, it's not really about the A-list celebrities, you know, on Cameo, which is great for me. Who's your dream (laughs) celeb to get on Cameo? All right, so you guys will you guys, Magic will, Johnson. you guys will get a kick out of this. Uh, so I grew up in Chicago, and and despite like going to Duke, I'm actually a hockey player more than a basketball player. I love the NBA, I love basketball, love football, love baseball. But like the Blackhawks were my team growing up, and uh, I always say that if the dream cameo for me and only like the guys that I played hockey with since I was like four years old would know this would be Eddie Belfort because he was the oh yeah goalie of the Chicago the Blackhawks. He was the goalie of the Blackhawks when I was a kid. Like that inspired me to be a goalie, played my whole life. Like that would be my guy, right? But, you know, outside of that, I think like the obvious answer is like, you could imagine like Obama or Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like there's just so Oprah, like there's just so many like amazing people that could be on. But for me, it's it'd be Eddie Belfort. And one of the cool things about Mm -hmm. Cameo is like only my like oldest friends and I guess now all your listeners would know that. So Eddie, if you're, you're out there, like come to come see us, you know, come contact Erin and she'll get the referral. But at the end of the day, that's what's kind of fun about Cameo is it's not just about getting the video, but it's like picking out of this list of all these people. How do I know that, you know, CT, like you really would love like expert, you know, X person. uh, And hopefully it's, it's not Russell Wilson because we need him on the bears. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you well, we, we don't have enough time to get into that whole specific oh, wow. situation. Um, but you mentioned the referrals. Tro- okay, so Matt, we're at the Super Bowl in Miami, yeah. and Troy and Joe and Terry Bradshaw, myself and Aaron, we're all in the room, and Aaron and Troy are trying to convince Terry and I to get on Cameo, and I'm like, no, what? I'm like, this is embarrassing. It's gonna be like five dollars for a video. No. Like, no one's gonna get cameos, and and Troy's like. I just want the referral. Like, like this referral thing. What is this all about? Don't give Aikman your referral, damn it. I'll be what does so it mean? Pissed. Yeah, this Aaron, referral. Aaron, you're going to get the referral. Uh, so one of the things that we found in the early days was that the agents, of course, were not helpful at all in like getting this on. In fact, we would pitch this to CAA and WME and, and UTA and everybody. And they just were like, oh, yeah, we talked to Aaron about it. And like, she wasn't interested. And then we would meet you guys in real life. And they, it never got to you. So yeah. one of the things we realized was, well, all the talent on Cameo, they love the, they love it. So if 
if instead of going through like middlemen, if we just have them tell their friends to get on, like let's compensate them for that. And since the beginning, we've had a referral system where every talent on Cameo is on the same financial split. It's a 75% split to you, 25% to us. But in a case where Aaron refers you, you still make 75%, but Aaron's going to make 5% for one year. And then Cameo makes 20%. And no wonder she... And this she needs a, to be a closer. She needs to be Trevor well, Hoffman and, ma- and, be, and close the deal here. Yeah, yeah. But this is but this is just a thank you for the people that have been there, done that, uh, who love the product, want to be evangelists. Like I never ask anybody to do anything for free. Like I I deeply believe that like you should come in and and if you're helping us out, like I want it to be lucrative for you too. And a lot of the biggest talent we've ever gotten have come from referrals. Funniest story that I like one of the funniest stories I have. Uh, Ice T was was recording in New York with Snoop Dogg. And in our old office, we used to have this big monitor that would kind of show the cameos as they were coming up. And we look on the monitor and like Snoop is like in the, like making cameos within a cameo. And <laughs> creator on my team ends up texting uh, I see and was like, hey, you know, if you tell Snoop to get on this thing, uh, he, you know, like you can make a referral from it. And like, you know, he so he told Snoop about it about 15 minutes later. I get a FaceTime from Snoop Dogg. And the first yes. thing he says, he goes, Steven, Cameo is brilliant. This thing's awesome. You got to let me on this so we can billionize this shit. <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, all right, you're so a- good. <laughs> Say no more. Yeah. Steven, can we, this is my one request from Cameo. Yep. Can we please get a filter on it? Because I will say the <laughs> one reason why it's so true. But listen, oh. guys like Troy and Farv and all the guys, they just do it with their baseball hats on, which I've done a few times. But then you feel really bad when people are at, when people are paying you money to give them shout outs. I don't wear makeup that yep. much. So can, can you give the girl a top look like flawless filter here? I'm just will, saying. Uh, I'll fine. rip that I'll shit out you get all the filters. I never met but a filter my, I didn't my, like. My co-founder Devin's right on the other side of that. I will tell them this is coming right from you and we need to do this. But no, in all seriousness, one of the really interesting uh, aesthetic decisions we made early was to prioritize authenticity over high quality, which was so like you could imagine when we were getting started, people were like, well, you need to do lights, camera, action. You book Aaron for a day, you know, get all the requests for a year, like record them all, hair, Mm. makeup, all that. But you know, what's kind of fun is like people like, seeing the cameo like selfie video like they want to see like well what's in that bookcase behind yeah. you or, like what kind of like who are those two people standing up behind you on the fire my friend's kids the right, cardboard like, cutouts the blue like, jays like that, that's <laughs> the things that are like kind of fun uh, but mm-hmm. we hear you loud and clear and and actually the the one who it's hardest for is is really like um drag queens are really popular on cameo oh and fun example, like it's a big deal to get into mm-hmm. drag. yeah even as we're thinking about some of the new things like the 24-hour uh expedited bookings yeah um that's harder because like some of them would say on thursday i'm going in drag and i i need time to like be ready to do this because i want to give my my fans what they want to, which is yeah. me and drag not me <laughs> rolling out of bed so we hear that loud and clear and we're working on it I love it. We could talk to you forever. We know that you're busy and you have a bunch of things going on. But just real quick before we let you go, you want Russell Wilson? We'll get you Russell Wilson. Okay, fine. Bring him. We need him. Forget (laughs) that. How bad? I want to hear you tell Carissa why he should be in Chicago versus Seattle. Are you like, I'm I'm thinking this is going to go down. No, don't, Aaron. Let's take it I do. I'm just saying, I think it's going down. I I was, I was, uh, it was pretty cool being, um, 
you know, being at Super Bowl this year. And one of my friends from college is actually one of Brady's uh, quarterback coaches, Thaddeus Lewis. He's a longtime NFL player. And it was so interesting talking to Thad uh, about how Brady just coming in transformed everything. This was a championship ready team and it just needed that captain to come in and bring it all together. And I think the bears, you know, are that they really are one of those teams, one player away, like the bucks were. And, uh, you know, I, I don't think anybody, I think Russ also, you know, coming from playing in Wisconsin, like he can handle the weather there. He did a fantastic job at camp Randall. And, you know, we'd love, we'd love to see him in a hat like this pretty soon. Chris yeah, and right, not whatever. happy. We still, we still, we still need Russell in Seattle. Of course, Russell Wilson is a you know once in a generation guy. You're not going to just like hand over. But we'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Cameo, a, a once in a lifetime uh, opportunity that you you created and have seen it flourish. And you're only four years in. That's the scary part, man. You're just getting started. Well, thank you. And the Seahawks are my second favorite team. <laughs> it's special. It's a very special team to cameo. Right. It started with Seahawks fans. Yeah. That- if it wasn't for the 12s, I swear to God, we wouldn't be here today. So, um, I, you know, that's so I don't want to take it from you that bad, but like, I'd, love to see, I'd love to see a Super Bowl. Hey, do we want Steven to give a calm down award, Carissa, before sure. we leave? Yeah, why not? So just to fill you in, in case you're unfamiliar, we uh, hand out calm down awards on this show. Uh, Kevin Hart told everyone they need to stop being so sensitive. That was his calm down award. Aaron gave one out for the Golden Globes attire uh, that we saw a couple weeks ago. So would you like to give out one? You could give it to John Schneider and tell him to calm down and trade Russell Wilson to the <laughs> or, or Magic Johnson, whoever you want. Yeah, let me think about it. I mean, there's just so much crazy stuff going on right now. But um, I, I think I think my calm down award uh, actually goes out to uh, everybody trying to jump the line for vaccines right now. Like it mm. feels like there's just, you know, it, like I, I loved hearing what uh, President Biden said a couple a couple weeks ago about like, Hey, by May, anyone that wants one, like they'll be able to get it. And the data is so clear that like, you know, who really needs to be careful and and who would probably be fine if they got it anyways. And like, let's make sure everybody that really needs the vaccine goes and gets it first because the cavalry is on the way. And, you know, hopefully this summer we can get fans back in stadiums. You know, I know we've been thinking about uh, L.A. Super Bowl and like fun things Mm -hmm. we could do around that. And it was so sad being at Super Bowl this year compared to, you know, Miami the year before, mm-hmm. uh, Atlanta. Like, I just hope that LA is ready for, you know, hopefully like that's like the first party when everybody's yeah. back. And, um, and you know, let's get our, let's make sure everybody gets the vaccine so we can get back in stadiums and sports can be just as fun as we remember them. Cameo Super Bowl party? I- I'm I'm pumped. I live in LA, so does Carissa. Like, we'll host you. Like, let's mm-hmm. go. Let's do it. Let's do it. We're we're thinking about it. We we were planning to do it this year, and then obviously that didn't happen. Yeah. So this will be our fifth Super Bowl, and you know, Martin, my co-founder. I don't know if if either of you guys have ever met him before, but he's kind of our main guy. That's in LA, like always, just going around to all the talent. I'll never forget. We we're in the Minnesota Super Bowl. You know, it's so cold. And there were like 10 people on Cameo and we were going up to anyone big. And it's like, you play in the NFL, right? And then you fast forward to like last year at Miami and, you know, Troy Aikman and Brett Favre and like all these, it was my dad's 70th birthday last year. And I brought him to Super Bowl. And Mm. I don't think my dad really got it until like Isaiah Thomas came up to him and was like, Themis, your son is the smartest kid here because we all work for him now. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just like, and they grew up in Austin on the west side of Chicago together, like same high school and everything. And and you know, my dad, like, you know, meeting Jerome Bettis and meeting Brett Favre and like meeting all these guys. And 
and everybody to a T saying like, I love Cameo. Thank you so much for, you know, for this. And then the funniest one for him was Brian Erlacher ran up to me and mm-hmm. gave me a bear hug. I'd never met him before, but I was wearing the Cameo t-shirt yeah. and he's just like, my wife loves you because it's finally forcing me to like interact with the fans, <laughs> you know, on, on Radio Row. And that was, I, I missed that. And hopefully we're back at Radio Row yeah. next year and, and fans are in the stands because that's what everybody wants right now. Of course. Steven, awesome. approximately how many people do you have on Cameo right now? We have just over 40,000. Okay. Well, just over 40,000 plus one. Consider it done. I will will finally do it. You've closed the deal. I will give Aaron the referral. And again, I'll charge a dollar and I'll donate it all. I don't care. But um, is there, can I dress up in like a costume every now and then? Because I'm big on like. Whatever you want. This is, you know. Your, your fans want to see the authentic version. Well, of that's you. a big mess. I'm authentically a mess. So like if I like go into costumes or like, you know, day of the week, St. Patrick's Day, a leprechaun, like I'm really into themes. So, you know, if I can do that, I'm all in. Well, yeah, we'll get the St. Patrick's Day special <laughs> tomorrow. You know, people might be fighting over your basically your rookie cards, your cameo first, your first one. So we should well, do a big I'll never forget my first. That's hot. I love it. I'm going to get crazy awesome. on my cameo now. If that's awesome. how we get people. <laughs> Stephen Galanis, we appreciate your time. Congratulations to you, to Devin and to Martin on an incredibly successful company that's just getting started. Uh, Really a pleasure talking to you. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you guys. Love you both. And so happy to have both you on in the Cameo family. I'm on Cameo. Aaron, it finally happened. I'm on Cameo. On the fourth anniversary. Happy anniversary. This is a big day. This like pop the Cameo cherry. Yeah, (laughs) pop it. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change and certain restrictions may apply. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Who's planning a trip to Provincetown this year? Everybody should be. If you've been before or it's your first time, you deserve to enjoy life on the wild side. If you take pride in where you travel, then you're ready for a P-Town adventure. I love that Provincetown is so welcoming to everyone. It is the place where cultural diversity has a place. If you like glamour, ooh, dining, dancing, entertainment, hiking, biking, beaches, you will find it all in Provincetown. 
For many of us, the definition of paradise is summertime in Provincetown. It's all about freedom, sunshine, and a chance to be ourselves. You can bask in the sun and sand at beaches of Herring Cove and Race Point, tour the dunes, blaze the bike trails, and walk the beaches of the National Seashore. Don't forget, you can catch a wave on a whale watch. I love that. For more info, go to ptowntourism.com, the official guide to Provincetown. That's ptowntourism.com. Welcome back to Calm Down. Steve Galanis, he was awesome. I I'm, right. I know your mind is blown and my mind is blown just because we are part of this whole startup situation. What'd you mm-hmm. take from it? Well, I mean, first of all, he's so likable. That guy yeah. has so many stories too. I'm like, story time with Steven. <laughs> I mean, settle in because every time he was like, I got a great story about this. I got a great story about this. I'm like, and he's so, he, he, I get it. And I loved what he was saying, Aaron, that it's like, there's so much bad in the world. Like to be able to create something that sends positivity and like the story about the bride at the wedding crying because her dad would have been so, I mean, come on, forget. I like wanted to tear up because you know how much we like care about our dad. So it's like, if we can, you know, just give our fathers or anyone we care about just a little like, you know, hint of something. I remember Ryan Rosillo, our good buddy for his birthday. I had um, three cameos. Um, one of those was Jax. Um, I had him from from Vanderpump because he's a closet Vanderpump fan. And like Jax did a video and like three minutes into the video, Jax is like, hey, uh, Rosillo, if you ever like want me to come on the podcast, like I'm happy to like this, I could turn to this whole thing. And it was great. But clearly the company has had success. The vision has come to fruition. And I can't wait to see what he does with it. The one thing we didn't get into and we could have talked for two hours was they cried crushed it during COVID. And the biggest reason was because everybody was out of work and they were willing to, you know, make money. And also Mm. that was their way they could connect with the fans. Um, I heard, you know, read different stories about guys, country music stars raising money for their bands Mm. and, you know, just cutting cameos left and right. So um, he was you know, one of the many companies that did crush it during quarantine and good for him. I, I loved it. I uh, I loved what he said about, you know, just staying true to yourself. And I think that has a lot to do with what we do for a living. Look, it's hard traveling on the road, living in hotels, taking four flights a week. You got to love what you do. And, and we mm-hmm. love what we do for our side hustle for your interior design company for house and home and myself with wear. Uh, you got to love it because mm-hmm. we have so much on our plate right now that to have have something else take up a lot of our time. It has to come from the heart, and it does. This guy's awesome. The Magic Johnson story where he's like, are you freaking kidding me? And his family <laughs> throws him on his lap. That was amazing. Yeah, it was cool. Let me ask you as somebody, I mean, now that I'm new to Cameo, I can't wait to discover mm-hmm. this, but why, you know, you get asked to do a lot of different things. What yeah. was it for you about Cameo? Because how long have you been on it? Over a year? I've been on it for a year and a half. So what was it about the platform that you're like, okay, I'm willing to do that. That sounds like it's because you have to vet out some of these, you know, odd requests. Yeah. And and that's the one thing that's, I guess, I need to let my hair down, no kidding, in life anyways, <laughs> and have a little fun with them. And that's, I guess, how people have had success on Cameo. But I always get a little afraid, you know, you just never know how people are going to use it. And it sounds like his team has vetted out the bad people and they've kind of, you know, made sure it's a safe spot for <laughs> celebs and D-listers like or F-listers like myself. So um, yeah, it's just cool. You know, I love doing them when I'm on the field, like right after 
after games, I try to pop out. People love that. Yeah. Like, hey, just at the Cowboys game, but wanted to say happy birthday, Gina. (laughs) And I get a ton of them for fantasy football. A lot of them because companies are doing their virtual like seminars like we do at Fox or their award ceremonies. Mm -hmm. Um, I pass out awards. Uh, Yeah. It's a major award. What a treat. Treat. Plenty more Calm Down podcasts coming at you next week. Uh, As we tell you every week, subscribe. Swipe up, swipe left, just like the podcast. Thank you for listening. And we hope to continue to bring you episodes that enlighten and educate and entertain. And find me on Cameo in a costume. Oh, hell yeah. And me as a referral. The first thing to do. I can't wait. And by the way, check out our gram for the kids out there. I mean, I think we're putting up great content. Like, Nobody commented about my minute photo I put on the story. It's probably oh, gone by right now. now. Oh, All right. Thanks. Bye, y'all. All right. See, see you next week. Calm Down with Aaron and Carissa is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.